0: Just because we're playing a version of Al-Anissim does not in any way suggest that we thought yesterday's victory by the Yeshiva University men's basketball team, the Maccabees, was a, a miracle. Uh, it just means that the holiday of Purim is closely approaching. Simple as that. This is likely the last possession. Yeah, Donny Katz already patting Elijah Law on the head, the senior, a great performance with the Max here, looking to come victorious. The ball is inbounded, and for the second time in three years, the Yeshiva University Maccabees are Skyline Conference champions! Oh yes, they certainly are. And here we are in this morning after the big victory at 10 minutes before 8 o'clock with the coach of the Yeshiva University Maccabees, Elliot Steinmetz, with us live via telephone. Coach, congratulations. Mazal tov. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Thanks so much. Good morning. Must be an amazing feeling. Uh, definitely a big sense of accomplishment uh the message to the um to the players once that game ended i don't even know if you had a chance frankly with all the celebrating to actually get together with the players collectively and to, and give them a message or speak to them, but was there anything s- specific that you told them after this big victory
1: uh yeah, I told them you know I told them obviously that I was proud of them this this was definitely one of the goals that we had set out in the beginning of the season um you know and and these guys were awesome i mean to go you know it's one thing to win it's another thing to to not lose at all and to go undefeated in the conference the way they did you know means a certain level of focus and and consistency throughout the entire season you know each game and uh and they were able to bring that every single night so I, i'm just extremely impressed with them and and you know their ability to you know just constantly strive for for
0: greatness and what many people don't remember even even though even though it just happened a couple of weeks ago, is that uh, the way your schedule ended up and the way it was uh, decided upon? Um, it, the the final games of the season, I don't know, five, six, seven, maybe eight out of nine were all conference games, which means that you know, knowing how well Yeshiva was doing, every one of those teams, you know, took it personally and really wanted to defeat you guys, uh, and I'm sure put in an extra effort. Uh to knock down this undefeated team, at least undefeated in the conference. So you add that element to it, and it's even a greater accomplishment. I
1: agree. I, I think our conference is good. I think we're, you know the, the teams all know each other extremely well. The coaches that do a really good job. And every, you're right. We had a target on our back, and everybody was really gunning for us down the stretch. And we had some, made some really tough matchups.
0: Pretty amazing, I'll tell you. In yesterday's game, it got off to a rough start. Uh, Thursday night, we know there were some rough times as well. But you've said to us in the past, and anybody who follows sports knows this: uh, no matter what happens on the road to a championship, there are going to be bumps in that road. I don't know. I don't know if you appreciated those bumps along the way, but you knew that your team would have to overcome some type of adversity in order to get to the finish line.
1: No doubt, and you know those are the things that make you better. Those are the things you learn from. Uh, we have we had a few games down the stretch that were just real challenges and real tests of. Uh, You know what we kind of had inside, and if we were really ready to do this, and you know, we we talked about it after each one. uh, We we had games. We walked into the locker room. We felt like we lost when we had won, and you know, I was able to turn around to the guys and say, "Hey, it's better to learn a lesson with a W than it is to learn it with with a loss." So yeah,
0: that's for sure. Boy, oh boy! All right, yesterday's game. uh, The early timeout. You know, we always we always joke about the fact that you. You don't usually uh, use your timeouts. <laughs> There's something you usually save, but the, the, an early one was necessary because things did not start off the way you would have liked them to. Correct?
1: Yeah, I thought we just needed to kind of regroup. Uh, you know, focus a little bit on some of the things we had talked about in our film session and and, and our scouting report, um, and just you know, kind of settle down a little bit, keep them you know out of transition, and get ourselves a little bit more set in the uh, in our offense.
0: What about the timeout with 10 and a half minutes left to the game? Anything special about that one, or you just felt they needed a break?
1: That was a pure break. The, the guys were working hard. You know, I thought there was a lot of up and down going on, and uh, we were
0: just trying to get the guys a breather. Unbelievable. Coach Elliott Steinmetz is with us, Yeshiva University's men's basketball team, our Skyline Conference champions. Now, I mean, we've discussed this a million times, but I always feel it's important to point out, you know that international attention Uh, Is an understatement. I mean, it's not just the uh, the New York newspapers and Channel Four and you know so many outlets around the country who are picking up this story, but you know that thousands of people were watching from from many tens of countries around the world. Israel, of course, well represented because the game was in what they would call prime time. I I mean, it must have been the pressure must be immense when you know how much attention is being put on your team. What was it like yesterday, going through that experience?
1: It's, uh, it's nerve wracking, but it's also a lot of fun. Um, I mean, it's, it's really crazy that my phone's been scrolling, obviously, for the last bunch of hours. Um, it's, it's amazing. Like, besides coaching, I have, uh, I have a real estate law practice I've been hearing from random clients in, in every world, whether it's, you know, the Hasidic world, the non-Jewish world, uh, the modern Orthodox world. I've been hearing, you know, from clients, from friends all over the world. It's really just, it, it's been a lot of fun, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a little different than a couple of years ago. We're, we're kind of looking forward now, too, and not just behind us.
0: Well, I noticed as your players were being interviewed, they're all talking about the tournament. Nobody was resting on on their laurels about yesterday's victory. All, all, they, all they wanted was to get there, and now, of course, with the selection show coming up later on, they've gotten there. But that seems to have been the most important thing. And as much as the Skyline Conference Championship is, you know, pretty amazing, and of course it is, and we're all so proud, it's really the next step that it seems your players have been looking forward to.
1: It is, you know, it's, it's, it's the same core guys that were there two years ago and, and we remember what it felt like two years ago when it was the first time in school history and how we all felt that sense of, sense of accomplishment. But it it kind of had a little bit of a feeling of finality to it when we won last time. Like that was the goal and it was such a special thing. And, and we were talking about it a little bit last night after the game. You know, the players also were talking about the same idea that this kind of feels, you know, we're hoping like, like the start. You know, it felt, it felt kind of like a next step as opposed to just a uh, you know a final win.
0: Well, they looked spent after the game yesterday; that they had left all of it on the court. So if this is a fresh start. They need a couple of days off. Do they get a couple of days off?
1: Yeah, they they they, they got off. Obviously, uh, we had the you know the night last night. They have the day today. Uh, we'll find out. You know, this afternoon I believe who and where we play. Um, something around twelve thirty or one o'clock, uh, and then tomorrow we will. Uh, tomorrow we'll get back to work.
0: All right, uh, Coach Simons, you know what the whole world wants to know. Is it possible that Friday's game is at Yeshiva University?
1: I I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, possible, of course. It's definitely possible. We, we would love to see it there. Um, but, you know, that's uh, something that's completely in the MCA uh, committee's hands.
0: And if that does happen, then the first and second round games would be in the same place, right? That's right. Uh, well, that would be unbelievable and that would be incredible. And boy, oh boy, uh, I'm sure your players would love to play a game like that at home. That's for sure. Uh, Coach Elliott Steinmetz is with us. you University or Skyline Conference champions. Um, you have some players who are just transformative players, some who come into the game off the bench and provide such an amazing spark. Others who are starters who just dominate. What can you tell this international audience about Gabe Lifer? Are we seeing a once-in-a-lifetime type of player in our community? Is anybody ever going to be compared to him with the performances that he's putting up these days?
1: Well, well for my sake, I hope it's not once-in-a-lifetime, but he's uh, <laughs> he's um, he, he's pretty good. He, he, he does a little bit of everything, and he does it all very, very well. Um, he's a special kid, and he's a special player. He's, he's a leader. <laughs> Uh, and obviously, uh, a guy that when we have him out there, we know that he's making everybody else around him better.
0: Have you have you seen on the court this year, conference and non conference, any better rebounder than him? No, he's number one. Yes. And does the rest of the country know it? Like, does he get recognition uh, among people who've never seen a YU game that this kid, based on his stats, is just amazing?
1: I think he, I think he's number one or I think he's number one in the country actually. I didn't check it recently, but I think he was number one in the country last week checked in rebounding. So, uh, you know, he's, I mean, he came into the season as a preseason All-American. I, I, I imagine he'll finish that way. Um, so he's been definitely getting
0: that recognition. And uh, Ryan Terrell, Simcha Halper, Donnie Katz—I mean, all these guys—just uh, an incredible effort. A mix of young of young players, and of course the seniors. You have a freshman Ofek Reef, who we've spoken about before. Uh, one of those guys that I just uh, mentioned that I referred to, who comes off the bench and provides an unbelievable spark. With his athleticism and his uh, incredible playing, what, what what can you tell me about the way that that he prepared for this run? Because there were times during the season when it seemed the other teams were catching up to him that they that they were learning, you know, how he operates, and you know that that they that they were figuring him out. And then all of a sudden, in the last few games of the season, it seems that they lost the ability to keep up with him.
1: We call it the freshman wall. We we feel like every every one of our freshmen has hit that at some point in their career. They're playing more games than they're used to at, at you know longer minutes than they're used to at a higher level than they're used to. And there's always that moment where, where it kind of slows down a little bit and, and you know, either either their body catches up to them or the conference or the league catches up to them. Um, and then it's just a question of you know, finding out how good they are and if they're able to adjust that real quick or if it's something that takes them you know, into the next year where they can adjust it over an offseason. And, and I give Olfek a lot of credit. I mean, he, he adjusted it within three or four games. Uh, turned around and suddenly became a force again.
0: Yeah, and then and we should mention Eitan Halpert as well because um, and that's Simcha Halpert's younger brother. And I mentioned him. I mean, who could avoid mentioning him if you're talking about yesterday's game and and the last few games of the season? Because he was somebody who was not getting a lot of playoff time toward the beginning of the year, and all of a sudden he's such an important part of the team and doing. I mean, look Thursday night. I don't know I don't know how you felt. I can tell you how the fans felt down by six with four minutes to go on Thursday night, especially when things weren't going in and it seemed the other team, uh, Farmingdale in that case, was hitting every shot. That's the way it seemed to us. So a lot of people were really nervous. And then he hits a big shot, and all of a sudden the game is turned around.
1: Yeah, he's an incredible talent. And, um, you know, he had an injury, obviously, earlier in the year, so he lost a few games there, and then it kind of just took a while for us to get him back uh back and going. And and once he got, you know, confident again, being out there, he's really just taking it to a different level.
0: Unbelievable. All right. So you get an opportunity to start preparing for whatever team it is later today. Um, it's not a conference game for you. You're not going to be playing a team that you're familiar with. It must be much different preparing your team for players. They've never seen that you're just going on film and reputation. Is it going to be a lot different preparing for this game on Friday? It's a lot
1: different. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot different preparation. We'll, you know, we'll definitely try to get a few film sessions with the guys to, you know, let them let them see what we what we see on film. Uh, but it's also a lot different for the other team. You know, it's team, the other team is not going to have seen us live. It's going to be a very different situation for them to have to scout us. We also play a little bit of a different style than most are used to. So uh, we're hoping that it plays to our advantage.
0: By the way, do you know who was in the arena yesterday? I mean you it was the toughest ticket in town. And I'm, it's 35 years I've been in the Jewish world. I've seen some tough tickets and, and this was the toughest ticket to get and everybody there were people who would have done anything and actually proclaimed that they would do anything especially financially in order to be in that room yesterday. What was your what was your phone like before the game? How many people were asking the coach for tickets?
1: Uh I had to turn it off at a certain point. <laughs> I mean it, it was uh it, you know, listen, uh, I, I would love to have been able to say yes to everybody, but that's going to require a big donation to uh to, <laughs> to help us uh, build, build a bigger gym.
0: Uh, yeah, and, and on that subject, and I guess that's not for today. We could do this when you hopefully join us here at some point after the season. Uh, but, you know, there are a lot of people who are who are wondering if there are people on campus who are thinking about that because, uh, you know, obviously the Max Stern Athletic Center is not large enough. Uh, we'd love to add—I don't know—a thousand or two thousand seats to the facility. Uh, I, let, let's leave it at that. Can we say that there are people on campus who are who are contemplating the problem and taking it seriously?
1: I, I would hope so. I, I don't know—I don't know the facts, but I would hope so. That would be—that would be a great—that would be a great thing. It's a good problem to have, and I, and I hope it's something that's being contemplated.
0: Could the could the arena itself and the fact that there's under a thousand seats could that affect the committee's decision about sending? home games to yu this friday or that has nothing to do with it
1: no it definitely can uh it, it definitely has to do with uh seating and facilities and, and all those things get taken into account
0: oh boy all right well we're gonna hope we're gonna hope Twelve thirty eastern time today everybody we find out where yeshiva is going for the first round of the ncaa uh basketball tournament division three It's very exciting. The entire Jewish world, Elliot, is focused on you guys, and it it must be incredible uh, what's happening up there on the campus. Continued good luck. We're going to be following you, of course, and uh, we look forward to some more big victories this season.
1: Thanks, and we we really appreciate everyone's support. It's been awesome.
0: Uh, Yeah, the community's been incredible internationally. Uh, By the way, folks, they're on a 27-game winning streak. We didn't even talk enough about the winning streak. If they hit 33 this year, then they will have won the national championship. That's what we have to hope for. We have to hope for six more. Those of you who are uh, not familiar with uh, college basketball and the way it works, um, if Yeshiva wins now six more games in a row, they will be national champions. Let's start with one. Let's start with the first this coming Friday. Please, God. And later today we'll find out where they're playing and who they are playing. And... uh, we wish Elliot Stymitz and all the guys lots of good luck from all of us here at JM and the AM.